0: see Guardians of the Galaxy (laughs) 2, they opened with this little Groot running around, and it just puts you in a good mood, man. It's awesome. It is a beautiful day. It's 2022. Happy New Year to you all. I am ready to have a wonderful year, and I hope you have one as well. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of awesome, so many changes, right? Already, racing Louisville, amazing draft stuff, Louisville City doing its thing, and of course, a massive change, losing our friend Brad Estes, who's moving on to greener pastures. But that's life, man. Life is change. To go! My favorite part of the song. So So Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's all right, man. Ah, It's good. It's all good. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That'll be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville. Also our national teams, both men's and women's. A little bit about that. A lot about the changes that have already happened, but before that. Happy New Year, 2022. It's a little COVIDy right now, and we're all kind of sick. I'm getting over it myself. I got the bug. That's okay, man. I'm doing better. Hopefully, you are as well. Hopefully, you have a wonderful year. And like I said at the end of the last show, thank you for all the wonderful feedback on the Christmas show. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, and like I said at the end of that one, I hope this year brings you something so special and wonderful. It blows your socks off. That's if you wear socks. I usually don't (laughs) but man you know what i'm sitting here talking uh let's how about enough of that uh it's you know it's been a while let's do a little five things that's right folks who's ready for the fastest three minutes in nwsl slash usl slash national teams news hope i remember how to do this five things number five hey i said it already but happy new year (laughs) what did you do man i played a gig It was cool, though. was at the Louisville uh, Country Club and uh, made a couple bucks and people danced and they had fun. And that's what it's supposed to be about, man. New year, new beginning, all that good stuff. I started the new year doing stuff that I've done for the last 35 years. (laughs) But that's okay. Hopefully I'll get some more gigs. Anyway, moving on, number four. Bienvenido de nuevo, Jorge. Welcome back. Jorge Gonzalez is back here With Louisville City on his own now. He's no longer a lonee. He is a signee. (laughs) And I think, man, like I said, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I'm a Spaniard. He's a Spaniard. So we've got a little of that going on. But I'm telling you, man, I I really think if he can come back to the form he was two years ago with Portland, too, I'm telling you, this guy's going to be a superstar. So I'm completely on the Jorge bus. That's beautiful, man. I'm looking forward to it. Number three baby yanks aplenty. Man, I'm telling you what. we're going to talk about this a little bit with Joey. Young American players getting opportunities overseas in leagues that we never got opportunities before in. Ricardo Pepe being the most recent. am going to talk a little bit about that. I'm telling you, gosh it's great to see finally. It's so great to see. If you grew up being a national team fan when it was almost impossible to find any scores, and now you've got guys all over the place. It's pretty awesome. Uh, number two, Yuki says goodbye Yuki Nagasako decided um, to get married But good for her (laughs) Which is great And some great deal with Chicago Red Stars worked out Where they're going to let her live up there And she's going to get married And she's going to start her uh, life together With her partner there And the two teams worked it out Which is really awesome So that's cool I just hit the microphone, sorry (laughs) So good for her A lot of changes A lot of changes with racing, man And we're gonna talk about that obviously. But number one, and it's hard to say, but God bless and goodbye Brad. Brad Estes on his way to Greener Pastures after five or so tremendous years uh, at the helm of this organization with uh, leading two teams. What did he do bad, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he made mistakes like we all do, but I'm telling you, this guy nailed it. And when you do all that work for all that time, you know what you need to do? This is what you do, take a break. Then you go on to your new job. We're going to miss you, man. Brad Estes, moving on. And it's a huge change for this team. Probably the biggest change since uh, we, we found out we had a stadium, right? There it is. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Little five things there. Okay, and to get 2022 rolling, we've got Joey Cecil here. Joey, how are you? And happy new year.
1: Uh, happy new year to you as well my friend i'm doing fine How about yourself
0: i'm doing all right man we're just a little busy at work and i think like everybody else on the planet um dealing with this COVID thing oh <laughs>
1: uh, i'm just i'm just coming off a stretch of having it myself and yeah, man, Oof. Ugh, it's all fun yeah a, don't let the news lie to you it's all fun yeah
0: exactly yeah it's just it's it's, it's a blast go right <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> louise man well anyway um here we are it's 2022 um, and I guess we're going to start with talking a little bit about some of the changes that have happened at the national level um, and and this young spurt of, of young players or this big spurt of young players that seem to be becoming very popular overseas, man.
1: Yeah, you know, in in last couple weeks, you had Daryl D.K. move to West Brom for nine and a half million. Yep. And then Ricardo Pepe breaks the MLS record going to Augsburg for 20. Yeah, man. And that's, I mean, that's that's it's huge uh, for for just Americans and Americans in soccer in general. Uh, but it's also huge for the national team in in a dual sense because it's showing the respect that the Americans are getting on the national level. But these are also two of our top prospects, and Pepe being arguably our our starting striker right now, who are making scenery changes right before we re-enter World Cup qualifying.
0: Yeah, it's it's a big difference. There's that that's one of the things I definitely wanted to touch on. Is that, you know, this is such a sensitive time for these players to do this, that if they don't have an immediate impact, Mm -hmm. does it have any impact on their confidence going into these last few games, which are very important? I mean, it's great we've had a nice little run, but at the same time, you know, we've got some tough games coming
1: up. Yeah. And and you factor that in with the fact that a lot of the other striking corps is not exactly firing on all cylinders. Right. You know, Josh Sargent has yet to score. Right, at right. Norwich. Yep. And I mean, so it's, you know, they have to hit the ground running both for their professional career and just for their for, for their national team career too. You know, we're gonna need someone to play up top. We we we've shown that. You know, mm-hmm. Ricardo Pepe, we we're still not done building his statue, but it's been started. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, um, and, it, you know, and there was one other national team little tidbit that Louisville City got, got you know, included in was mm-hmm. equipment manager Ben Holzman got the call for January. How
0: cool is that? I mean, like, I never right? in my life even thought about how they bring up uh, uh, support staff.
1: Yeah, I, I thought never thought, thought of that. Before. Permanent, I thought they would have had a permanent support staff always with the team. It, it actually blew my mind a little bit that they can call up. Uh, you know, associate professional staff.
0: That's amazing.
1: So, and, you know, good for Ben, a lifelong Louisvilleian. Yep. Um, that was awesome to hear.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and it once again, it's just nicer to see um, lower division guys getting a crack to help out at the national level. Um, there is one more player that we need to mention that we haven't talked about. Jonathan yeah. Sands, going over to Rangers.
1: Ah, yeah, well, James Sands. Yeah, James yeah, yeah. Sands,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, James Sands, who's a yeah, former yeah. Louisville City player. Yes. I don't know about this. I mean, I, the other two I'm a little skeptical about. This yeah. one I really don't know about, and I'll tell you why. It's great that Rangers get the opportunity to play in Europe, okay, because they usually do, yeah. right? But as much as I, you know, I, I guess I dog MLS. MLS is a much better, better league than, than the Scottish Premier
1: League. Yeah,
0: And to me, I'm wondering if that's the kind of move that's going to help him out or not in the long run. I don't know, man. I don't know about this one.
1: True. I mean, it's, it's a step up just in prominence in terms of the club itself. Right. But again, you know, that's another person who's got to carve their way in to the 11. Right. And get those consistent minutes that they're now, you know, they're leaving consistent minutes for that opportunity.
0: And, and it's not like he had a stellar last few, um, or last couple of, uh, opportunities so yeah. he needs he needs to have that and um you know going to rangers like i said it's great you know that you know you know two three games a year you know it's great for the exposure but then again like i said you you go to the bottom of the bottom of of that league i mean USL's better yeah you know it, it's just it it doesn't i don't know man this one that one's a little skeptical for me and i'm a little europe, skeptical
1: you know it's a lot of what people say It's europe that's yeah, what it is. well, yeah, In it's Scotland.
0: Yeah, it's Scotland's had a rough time over the last 20 years or so. <laughs> but, you know, Sands, is a Louisville City, former Louisville City player, which could lead us right into Louisville City. Yeah. Uh, and and some of the changes that have happened on the pitch. So why don't you yep. go right ahead?
1: Well, first thing is, we have a date. Yeah. Season opener, March 12th against Atlanta United at Lynn. Mm-hmm. Get your $8 tickets.
0: <laughs> I saw that.
1: <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, just some. You know, so they they have made some announcements. You know, they signed another goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. Yep, good signing year. for me. Mm-hmm. I agree with that completely. Previous goalkeeper of the year finalist and a mm-hmm. St. Louis FC alumni. Yep, uh, always fun with the fans when he was in net. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I uh, I don't want to say I would have him starting if we were playing tomorrow, but that that'd be my guy. Right. Uh, not to start a controversy or anything. Right. Right. Uh, you know, they announced. Um, you know, Owen Dam, academy player, signed a pro deal. So another one of the youngsters. Yep. Um, signed a professional deal. Resigned Tyler Gibson.
0: I love that signing. I, I'm, I'm a fan I agree of his.
1: With that. Um, and then you know, I know the one you're gonna love the most. Yep. Um, announced it this week. <laughs> Jorge Gonzalez signed yeah, on a man. permanent deal.
0: Absolutely.
1: I know you were waiting on that one.
0: Yes, I was waiting on that one. I still think that you know, granted. You know, we didn't see all all of the fireworks that he's capable of last year. But, you know, man, I know it's getting a little long in the tooth, at least from two of the three guys. But I still say that Cameron Lancaster, Brian Ownby, and now Gonzalez, those are three credible threats, mm-hmm. scoring threats that, you know, every team in this league is going to have to deal with.
1: All right. And Jorge only being 23 as well. yeah, And started off last year hurt. Yep, yep.
0: This is a huge year for him. A huge yeah. year for his career.
1: So, you know, they, they they made some good moves getting getting another keeper, keeper competition, re signing Gibson, getting Jorge permanent. You know, I think going forward, we still need a couple outside backs. Big time. At least a couple.
0: Big that's my that's one in one A for me. I mean
1: You know, we need a left back. Yo, so I totally,
0: mean, totally.
1: And we need someone to cover arguably both. Because mm-hmm. Oscar showed last year, he's getting a little long in the tooth. Yes,
0: he is, and, and you know he, you know, the Oscar of four or five years ago that could get forward consistently. Yeah, Did I, is that still the case? I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I hope it is. Well, you know, you know, well, he,
1: earlier in the year they were experimenting with him and him and Jogo pushing further up. Right. Uh, but that was also before he got hurt. Yep. So, you know, I think we need we definitely need another striker, and preferably one who's around Jorge's age. Exactly. Um, and we need a couple more midfielders, also preferably younger. Yeah, I hear that. That's you know, that's I something our, I definitely
0: want to touch on.
1: You know, I love our midfield of PDP and and um, Gibson and Corbin, Corbin and all that. Yep. But that average age is creeping into the low thirties. Mm-hmm. So you need to start looking for that bridge. Well, if you, and we mm-hmm. need to start getting some younger midfielders in there. It
0: feels like they've they've they, they're, they're they're transitioning. Okay. Yeah and there it looks like i'm I, i'm thinking i'm not, i'm thinking you're not going to see a lot of blockbuster signings the rest of the way i really think that they're going to try and bring up some of these younger players and try and incorporate them for the next purge which happens in the next year or so
1: yeah
0: and um you know we've got uh, I think we're going to be relying heavily on three or four of these guys um i think winder and and tosh are going to be the are going to be it In the center of the defense. Okay. Which I think is a great thing because Tosha, it's like going to college. Because, you know, if you're going to learn from somebody, who else are you going to want to learn from than Sean?
1: Sure. Agree with that. Yeah.
0: So I think that that's going to be the the outlook there. And then it really depends on what kind of style they want to play. Because if they're going to try and play attacking from, you know, a lot of attacking from the wings, who are they? Who's it going to be? You just talked about it. I, I, I mm-hmm. you know, whereas if you turn around and say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take Oscar and and make him almost a, a squared left back, you know, and then mm-hmm. you know you go with a a consistent back four that you're really relying on more for defense. Okay, I mean that's that's one way to look at it, right? I'm, you know, yeah. I, I don't. To me, that's that could be the way that they're going. And if you're playing with a mix of younger players and you want to bring them up, I think you're going to want to be a little more cautious. And if you're going to be a little more cautious, you're going to take a look at how you line them up and you're going to be a little bit more defensive minded with what you got. That's what I see, man. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's also, we're, we're going to see the Danny Cruz fingerprint. Hear that? you know, last year he inherited a roster. Yes, he did. This off season, he gets to make one.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So. So we don't really know yet. I mean, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see the preseason matches. Uh, but then again, you know, those could just be throwing paint at a wall and see what sticks.
0: Right, right, right. And um, I, they're probably not done signing people yet. So who knows? I, you no, know,
1: I still I still think, you know, you say we might not see any more big-ish names. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see one on the back line, whether it's left back or right back. Okay. I okay. don't think that's one where you can take a, a chance. Right. Um. Yeah, I think that's one where we're going to see an established guy of some kind. Mm-hmm. Do I have a target? Not really. No. I, yeah, I'm I trust in them to find that 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 person. Well,
0: they're gonna need something because I'll tell you what, yeah. Tampa Bay, Birmingham both making big moves. Um, you know, yeah. they're making signings and and um you know, this the quality of this we did see last year, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, Charlotte breaking up. So you're seeing players being moved around. I, I think Tampa Bay yeah. signed another player today from there. Man, Birmingham you
1: know OKC and, not playing now that's going to be a lot of guys there if they yep. don't hold on to all them yep you know so
0: it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see who gets the the who gets these players cuz Charlotte had a had a solid squad man yeah and, and and uh you know i don't know if we're going into this year with the same level of um being as competitive as the top two or three teams this year, I just don't, I don't know, I don't know. You know, we've had that luxury for years. I'm not sure about that this year. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I have no reason to doubt them. It's just that
1: I don't know. They, don't know. they they've got two months to fill out the roster. Exactly. It's it's you know, early. So. It's early. Uh, but speaking of, you're talking about team in transition. Speaking of transition, mm-hmm. heard a lot of hearts. Brad Estes announcing he's leaving for a yeah, local man. business opportunity.
0: That is just that's that to me is the biggest. Um, the biggest impact that this both teams have had yeah. going in, in since they—it's the biggest announcement since they somebody said we have a stadium because he has done an amazing job, not only you know do, doing his job with what's going on on the pitch, but being literally a liaison at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he—he—that's he, he, just I amazing.
1: A, he was a soccer fan above being an executive.
0: Right, right, right.
1: You know, you could tell that. You know, when he would come down into Scouse House and and you know ask, "All right, what heckles have you used on the goalkeeper?" I don't want to repeat any. Right. <laughs> That's a soccer fan. Right, right. You know, um, and you know, I, but one thing I know you and I talked about concerning him is, to be fair though, at the same time we can't ask him to accomplish anything more.
0: No, no. You He's done everything. Me?
1: Two titles, opened a stadium, got an NWSL franchise here. I mean, to be honest, there's not much else he could have done
0: he the, the what did he do that you'd have to you, honestly i mean everybody makes mistakes okay so i'm I want to talk about little stuff what basic major decision did he make since he's been here where you go eh, i don't know about that one yeah i don't I, I don't see one i you know correct you know you could sit here and look at a player here and a player there everybody misses on players it's it's just that he's done an amazing job yeah in in hitting in hitting the big points He's and 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 then being as well respected as he is throughout, not just the who he worked with, but the people in the stands. It just it's it's yeah. a huge loss, man. It really
1: I've, is. I've met. I don't think I've met a person who's had a bad word. Right. Right. You know, and it's not just he. It's not just the guy who he hit a home run. Right. Brad Estes won a home run derby. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's true. You know. And I I joked about this, but I think really we need to retire his purple blazer. (laughs) We need a purple blazer made out of some kind of permanent material hung up next to the banners at Lynn Family Stadium.
0: I hear you, man. And I tell you what, you want to talk about, I mean, moving on to greener pastures, the only thing I can think of is, man, you're, you're managing basically two professional soccer franchises in a growing market. And, you know, you've got a family. Come on! You've got to be spending an insane amount of time doing that sure. work, you know.
1: And and whatever, I, I hope it's a local business opportunity he's going to that we can all support and right, right. and help thrive, you know. Yeah, man. So, uh, Brad, Brad Estes, you'll always have a piece of my heart.
0: Yeah, man. We'll have to come up with a Brad Estes song. We're sad. <laughs> Goodbye, Brad. Something I don't know. We'll work on yeah. that. Good dude. But I'm, it sounds like he's going to be at a lot of games. I guarantee you he's going to be the kind of guy he's going to be fun to tailgate with. (laughs)
1: He's a soccer fan. He'll be at games, you know? Absolutely. So that's all I got for Louisville City. All right, man.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, we're going to talk. Obviously, you know, Brad ties us into uh, the racing Louisville stuff as well, and we've got a nice segment coming up on there. So if everybody hangs out for a bit, Joey, hang out for a bit, and we'll get right to it. Yes, sir. Okay, so while we take a little break from talking about soccer, man, it's January, and who's ready for something we haven't done in a while. Did you know that? I like this segment, get your pens, your pencils, maybe a quill, whatever you use, an iPad. Guess what we're gonna learn about? Get ready, let's learn a little bit about the month of January. Here we go. Number one, the name January comes from the Roman god Janus, J-A-N-U-S, Janus, whatever, who was always depicted with two heads. He used one head to look back on the year before, and the other head to look forward into the new year. To me, that's counterproductive. (laughs) What's the point of looking backwards? Come on, man, gotta look forward. So Janus was a dope. Did you know that? I didn't know that. How about this? Originally, the Roman calendar had only 10 months and it excluded January and February. King Numa Pompilius, that sounds good. The second king of Rome is responsible for adding both January and February to the Roman calendar. He did this so calendars would be equivalent to a lunar year. Even so, it only had 30 days. Finally, Julius Caesar added the 31st day to the month and completed it to the full month of January we practice now. Us Italians, man, (laughs) we'll screw with anything. I'm half Spanish, I'm half Italian, all Latin. That means, you know, it's all about love. How about that uh, Julius Caesar messing around with the calendar? Did you know that? I didn't know that. What else we got here? How about this? You know who was born in January? Dolly Parton. Man, she is is like the best, isn't she? I love Dolly Parton. Who else? Jimmy Page. Come on, if you're a Zeppelin fan. How about that? Kevin Cosner. Right? Field of Dreams. My favorite scene. I cry at the end every time he's playing catch with his dad. And of course, Betty White, man. How sad is that? Gosh, that's so sad that she didn't make it to 100. But what an amazing woman and what an amazing career. God bless her. And then lastly, in the United Kingdom, some people practice dry January. This is a movement to encourage people to quit drinking alcohol for the month in order to encourage public health. That's stupid. (laughs) Don't do that. Well, yeah, you know you should do that. If you really think you need to have a dry January, I totally encourage you to have a dry January. And it's all about having a safe month. It's all about being healthy, especially with all the covid stuff going on. But you know what? Every now and then, you need a beer or (laughs) four. Okay, we're back with Joey Cecil to talk about the myriad of changes that have occurred, not just with Racing Louisville, but with the league itself. There's been a lot of player movement.
1: Yes. Been rightfully insane, actually. Yeah, it is. It's just it's uh, a world. I was cruising man. the NWSL website before we hopped on here and actually noticed they've announced when the Challenge Cup is going to be. So okay. As the little city men have a date. The mm-hmm. Challenge Cup is supposed to start roughly a week after the USL. So okay. by March 19th, they okay. targeted. That's cool. Well, I know the team hasn't announced anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start. So I guess let's start with the draft. Yeah, you man. Know? <sighs> we had six total picks and um i'm sorry yeah six total picks mm-hmm. and you know we got the number two which means we were reliant on on what number one was going to do right and i'll be honest i think we got the best player in the draft
0: uh, you know everyone that that seems to be the consensus that totally seems to be the consensus but let's let's step back if we can one step okay. before that because sure. i messaged you we we didn't talk about the the uh the the um the protection draft the uh, the expansion mm-hmm. draft yeah, you know when when they when we heard that McCaskill was no longer going to be a part of the team, that didn't go over well. <laughs> Not wrong, man. It just you know, you, you, I, I get that we had. I I get now that there were moves happening, but I was stunned by that initially. I really was because we both. I think we both had her squarely in the top seven, yes.
1: didn't we? No, I mean we it, definitely did. We definitely did.
0: Mm-hmm. That was a shocker to me, boy.
1: Um, but like you said, there seemed to be some politicking going on, yeah. And but you know, we did turn Savannah McCaskill into Jessica McDonald, yeah, man. I,
0: <laughs> you, I talk about so, a proven player,
1: come on, man. And you know, it's a fantastic story. She's the all time NDSL assist leader, yep, just, um, which Joey, you've
0: thing. talked about too. I mean, you've talked about getting somebody that can take some control and 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 yeah, You know, that's something that I know that you've been big on, and there's no doubt she well, can like, do that.
1: Time, that's that's more of a win-now move. Right, which right. It's not really been the trajectory of the franchise, but mm-hmm. I appreciate if they think that's where they are.
0: Right, And that right. they
1: think this next season, I know you've said a little bit, that you think the team was a move or two away. Right. And they seem to be along that same thought uh-huh. process. Cause when you go out and get a Jessica McDonald, mm-hmm. that's not you settling. No. You know? <laughs> Also, can we bring up real quick on that line? What the hell is going on with the courage? I don't they know. They got rid man. of Jessica McDonald right.
0: and Lynn Williams. Yeah, they they and then it was man. I oh. want to say that they made a third. Was that was Williams today? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the move today. I was I was watching that on, on Twitter. I mean, I had a crazy day at work and I was looking I was like, what? <laughs> because there were oh. a couple of what's today. Not yeah, only so, that. So you, go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: No, no, go ahead, finish up. Finish I was up. gonna say
0: Michelle Bedos now is now signed with Gotham. Yeah. And 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 that, you know, good for her. It's kind of sad to see her go. But there, you know, you had no doubt she was going to land someplace and that's I yeah, I if I remember correctly, she's from generally that area. So, you know, I well, think
1: I also think I wonder though, I think but she's also going to have competition there because mm-hmm. that's where Ashlyn Harris went. Right, right. So, that's not going to be a clean cut starter spot.
0: Right, right. It's just there's been so much anyway, getting back like I said, it's been a whirlwind So yeah, so
1: pre-draft we traded McCaskill for the sixth pick, which we then flipped to the Courage for Jessica McDonald. Right, right. And you know we get into the draft, and we get Jalen Howe at the second spot, Mm -hmm. who I I I am I am very encouraged about. I'm Mm -hmm. very excited about Mm -hmm. two-time NCAA champion, back-to-back NCAA Player of the Year. Right, 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 right. You ready for this? This group she's a part of to have done that. Okay. Includes Mia Hamm and Christine Sinclair, (laughs) among others. Don't, you know. That's good company, though. She plays that holding midfield position, which which we identify. Right, absolutely. Position a need. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, 2016 and 2018 best 11 of the CONCACAF championships. Right, right. So, you know, her trophy cabinet's already pretty full. Yeah. Uh, arguably, again, the top drop, draft prospect, a position we really needed. I mean, we missed out right. on the top prospect, Na- Naomi Gurma, right. defender. Mm-hmm. We could have used either. Yeah, exactly, um,
0: exactly. I mean, you it, know, I think,
1: it, I think it's a harder position to fill that Al's at.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah.
1: oh, I totally
0: so, agree with you. The, to me, when you start talking about holding midfielders, the pressure that they're under, <laughs> yeah. they really are. I mean, because they literally... You know, they're usually the person that you're turning to to stifle attacks and to counter and to get things going. And if there's one thing we struggled with last year,
1: it's both. You know, well, actually, if you think about it, it's who everyone turns to. Exactly. The defense is turning to them, going, "Why didn't you stop that attack?" (laughs) And the attack is turning to them, going, "Where's the ball?" "Where's the ball?"
0: Right, 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 right,
1: right. Yeah. So you know, we got her number two. Huge pickup. We, got, we then a few picks later picked up a replacement Savannah, mm-hmm. Savannah DeMello, yeah. a box-to-box midfielder mm-hmm. from USC. Yep. Three-time all-pack 12, 17 goals, 28 assists. Mm. So, you know, she's going to kind of fill that role I think we had envisioned for Savannah McCaskill, hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, playing underneath our, our strikers. Right. We go into round two, get Charmaine Morgan out of Oklahoma State, an outside back, mm-hmm. you know, two-time All Big Twelve, and I can see her immediately challenging for a starting spot. Yeah, uh,
0: well, yeah, and, and we kind of talked about, we kind of talked about if there's if there's a, a, a if there's openings for 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 starters, you know, you That's know, our right. outside backs was 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 definitely one of them. Yeah, that so, right
1: back position. Yeah, that's that was a position of of concern Absolutely, last year. absolutely. You know, then we took we took a goalkeeper, Jordan yeah. Bloomer, out of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. All American, back to back Big Ten goalkeeper of the year. We I think we have to admit this is this is probably Katie Lund's you know job to lose. Yeah, absolutely. But this is a this is good competition. Yeah, and, a, and another young another young player. You know, we had, we had a third and fourth round pick, Jenna Minta, out of Wake Forest, a forward. Sidney Cummings, out of Georgetown, a defender. Mm-hmm. Overall, the more and more I looked into it, the more and more I appreciated and liked. Right, what Racing Louisville did with the draft.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think they did a great job. I think Cummings is going to be is also another player that we're going to use immediately. Okay. I know she was a second round player, but you know those those the, those teams out east defensively, all those eastern teams defensively. That's where yeah. you know that's that's where their strength is. And, yeah. and um, I really envision her being a, an impact. All right. When I say impact, I I want to be careful. I mean, I, I don't see her, you know, being a star, I, but I do I see say, her being better than what we had, sure. in, you know, filling that back sure. line out. I, you know, I definitely see that as a, I see her you know, as a player. You know,
1: we, we missed out on the top defender, but at the same time, it seemed to be a weak defender class. Only yeah. three were taken in the first round. Right. You know, and I think at the time they, they looked a lot at best available, which you can't really go wrong no when you're an expansion franchise
0: and we had multiple needs
1: yes but this di- uh, god mm-hmm. speaking of forwards we, we we eventually signed kirsten davis from last year's draft class right right officially on our on our roster now
0: which everybody had a lot of questions about you know I, and i was I, we
1: protected her cuz we did protect
0: her. right exactly and that was one of those that was a surprise i think mean, that was definitely a surprise for me and, um, you know, hopefully, but when you look at the stats and when you look at what you did in, at college, you know, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the team's loaded up top. I mean, for I think we're going to be very competitive.
1: You know, well, you have to think, you know, we, we needed another striker because yep. we have no clue when Nadia, Nadia is comes back. Team. That's right. So you know that's going to be good to have those two young strikers mm-hmm. learning off each other with Ebony and, yep. and and Davis. Yep, can't go wrong there mm-hmm. uh, unless they stop unless they don't start firing. Right. Um, you know we also officially re-signed Katie Lund, yep. Addison Merrick, and Aaron Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact: Addison Merrick was actually our first player officially. She was the first pick of the twenty twenty expansion draft. Okay, gotcha. and she's a center back by trade. Which just leads me to go, hmm. Yeah. If she's healthy, and I know she she didn't really get many looks last year. Right. But maybe she's part of that solution at center. Yeah, yeah. But of
0: course, you know that was that's part of what we've been talking about.
1: Yeah. Granted, different administration now, right? Right. And the one that selected her first, but we did resign her. Absolutely. Oh, the big news that came out today: fan base, some of some people not happy. Mm-hmm. Yuki
0: yeah. uh, traded Nagasana. back to the Red
1: Stars. Yep. For a 2023 third-round pick and an international roster slot the next two years. Right. Uh, This was more personal than professional. Yep. You know, she got engaged. Her fiancé lives in Chicago and Mm -hmm. works there. Yep. And, you know, the thing I'm going to throw on there is, you know, besides the, you know, thank you, Yuki, for everything you did, helping out with the franchise, getting it started. Yeah. You know, being great for social media and the fan culture. But kudos to both clubs for their professionalism. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago didn't have to do anything, right? That's you know, right. They could have just said, "All right, you can retire like Chris Hubbard did." Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, but you know, kudos to the professionalism that that both got it worked out.
0: Well, we both talked about Yugi and and her role on the team last year, and and if you know, my general sense was if she was left off and she didn't come back this year, from from what happened tactically on the pitch, it wouldn't break my heart. But there was still something about having her presence. And her character and her charisma on this team for a first year team, I think it mattered. So, you know, so, you know, losing her from that perspective, I think, you know, she was a fan favorite. I think we can debate, you know, on a scale of one to 10, her real impact on the pitch. And I don't know if we're going to go higher than a six or a seven. Sure. You know, so there's that. And that's being honest. But at the same time, when you talk about her impact, as a member of a new franchise in a city that did as well as we did supporting a team, it's well above seven. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. You know? And I think that that Agreed. mattered for the first year or so. And nothing but the best to her. I really hope, of course. you know, that, but, that, that, that she excels.
1: Now, going forward, though, I have to question, you know, how many veterans do we need to bring in? Because we've lost a lot of veteran influence this offseason now. Okay. Beto, Savannah, Yuki, all gone. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of experience right there that just went out the door.
0: I, I agree with that. I totally you know, agree it with it that. Is
1: Jessica McDonald is going to step into some of that void, mm-hmm. but she also has to learn this team, you right. know, learn this locker room. Right. Um, so I think, you know, that's one thing I think we need to address is, we're you know, we need to bring in another veteran or two now. Um, we need some answers at center back and I think we definitely need a veteran in the midfield okay. to help to help Hal transition.
0: Yeah I, that's fair from
1: the college game to the pro game and
0: you know uh, to, 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 to address the leadership thing, I really really feel when you look at this roster, their leadership's going to come from younger players. I think that they're trying to build a nucleus of younger players that have only been around for a couple years who are going to be the heart and soul of this team for years to come. That's what I see with Kaiser. When I see with a couple of the players that you know, Salmon, players that are not older players but have what's the word I'm looking for? Charisma is not the right word. Leadership. There's a word that I'm looking for right now, but the yeah. presence. When you put all that together, um, I think that there's three or four younger players. That are going to be that for this team for a long time if they can keep sure. it together. That's the direction I think they're you aiming know, for.
1: You know, we, and we still have Shayna Matthews, Shayna Matthews. I, I mean, others. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, uh, I think you know I'll be really interested to see who is wearing the captain's armband. Yeah,
0: that's going to be a big yeah
1: first game. 'Cause right now I agree with you. I think we are definitely trending to that younger direction. That's right. and
0: I think one of our it's gonna be one of these younger players. I really, really do.
1: I wouldn't I would not hate if it was someone like an Emily Fox. Emily Fox you can, you, mm-hmm. you can build around her. Yep. But at the same time, you know, I think I, I want it to be I hate to put it this way, I just want it to be a natural thing. Not a force Sure. Thing, sure. You know? And and that's where I wonder, like, you know, where's that where's that veteran leadership gonna come from? Right. And I uh, you know, you know, I wouldn't be mad either if it's a Jessica McDonald, right? Right, and just, I, you know, just for the respect she has. Yeah, but I,
0: you know, like I said, I, there's leadership when you when you have players like a Nadim, when you, and you, players like that that are that are team-oriented players. Their egos are not all about being in front of everything. Follow what I'm saying. You know, yeah. McDonald. These are players that don't need to have their face on the marquee. That's why I'm thinking when you look at what's going on and who they're going to build around. um, I wouldn't doubt seeing Fox as a captain of this team. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at all with that because we've got enough the leadership or the older players that we have. I think would support and rally around her.
1: I'm not I would not be against it, but again, it's just like seeing what Danny Cruz throws out there. We have right. no clue. No idea. <laughs> you know?
0: Well that's what that's yeah. why they have seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of the alert, you know? And it's like, why is it not March?
0: Right. I don't know, but, man. You
1: know, you know, so far, you know, both off seasons, I give both teams check marks. Yeah. Give them thumbs up so far. Right. But again, we still got two months left to help to to help continue to figure this out.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Louisville City has a couple more question marks yeah but I don't think they're massive I'm terrified question marks well I think when you're talking about O'Connor new coach the rebuilding of this franchise or the building up of this franchise over the last year I think they've done a fantastic job I really do I think this team's gonna be you know I don't know if it's a championship team but I do think that this is a much more competitive team next year I really really do
1: oh no agreed and I think it's built better already yep you know you've got you you know you've got one of the best players in the league throughout its history, Jessica McDonald. Yeah, man. You know you've got exciting young attackers, C.C. Kaiser, Ebony yep. Salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a potential flourishing national team player, Emily Fox. Fox. Absolutely. And you take arguably the best player available in the draft mm-hmm. to help build your midfield.
0: Right, and healthy Nadia Nadim
1: at some point. Matthews. Yes.
0: I, I mean, yeah. there, there's players on this team, man. There, there are players
1: on this team. You it know? just seems like right now they just need direction.
0: Yeah, I, agreed. Know, at times agreed. Last that's
1: year, I think that was lacking. At mm-hmm. times last year. Oh, totally. It was just all right. We got 11 players on the field. Right. We've done our job. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's about getting that mentality, getting that, getting that. I, I, hate to, I hate to use the word culture. It's one of the most overused. Yeah. Words and sports, and that's
0: my least concern. That's my least, the least concern no, 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 I have no, is the culture. They're gonna, the culture's no, no, fine, no. you know. I
1: don't mean culture in terms of like locker room culture. What I mean is, okay, what's our identity? That's right. what I'm. Fair for. enough. Fair enough. Identity, right? You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to be known for?
0: And with Bedos gone, that's that's a leadership void because she was our yeah. leader the first half of last year.
1: Yes. Um, so, so there is definitely that's, a, you know, what I'm that's to. fair. What's going to be our identity? What, what's our identity on the field? Mm-hmm. And who's everyone looking to?
0: Right and 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 I I you know I'm optimistic. I I have to say that I'm definitely and that's not you know I'm not just blowing smoke there. I am optimistic. No,
1: I agree with you. That this I team is you.
0: is definitely moving in the right direction. And um I think they've done a good job in the offseason. I think both top teams have done a good job in the offseason. And and, yes. and and I'm you know it's it, we're just lucky. Speaking as a New York Giants fan, it's <laughs> nice it's nice to be part of this supporter culture of a team that actually is a team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. But, man, you know, uh, we're going to have a lot more to talk about as time goes on here, uh, obviously. And uh, we're going to have some, uh, pretty soon, we're going to have some national teams things to talk about, certainly getting ready for the World Cup. Um, But uh, is there anything else you want to add, Joey?
1: No, just happy to be back.
0: Yeah, man. Happy New Year to you. Glad that you're still a part of the show.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. Thank you. All
0: right, brother. Everybody, that's Joey Cecil. Thanks, pal.
1: Thank you.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He does a tremendous job. And I want to thank you for listening. Once again, we are on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. It is all about love, man. Come on. You know... I wanted to end it with uh, something kind of cool. I've got three different friends. Let's just say that all three of them are not in college anymore. <laughs> a little longer in the tooth, okay? <clears throat> one of them's about to embark on an amazing new relationship. One of them is going to university to get his doctorate. Another one is about to move to a brand new location. All people that have, you know, experienced life already, but are taking chances. And man, isn't that what it's about? Don't be afraid to live, be happy, find the good in this world, man. It's out there. All you have to do is want to find it, man. I love you. I hope that you have a wonderful 2022. Can't wait to see you all in a couple months, man. So exciting. New adventures. And I hope you have a wonderful adventure every day of your life. My name is Joseph Vallow, the host of the Center Forward Podcast. I will talk to you with Joey next week. We'll have a new show for you. Be well, be happy, and much love to you all. Thanks a lot for listening.